Hey friends, can't wait till Wednesdays to get your Modern Mamas fixed. Join us on Patreon. You can choose your tier and when you subscribe, you'll get bonus content, early access to retreat, first peeks at new swag, plus shout outs and even real time monthly virtual hangs with us. Visit patreon.com forward slash modern mamas podcast to check it out and support the podcast. It truly means the world to us. We are so grateful for you and for this community. I love mama. Hi friends, welcome to the Modern Mamas podcast. We are two modern mamas here to inspire empowerment, self-love, deep physical and spiritual nourishment, holistic health, open minds and joy, no matter your journey or perspective. I'm Laura of Radical Roots. I'm a certified CrossFit trainer, certified nutrition consultant and mama to Evie Wilder and Indy Bow. I love outdoor adventure, good food, especially sourdough and mindful movement. And I'm Jess of Hold the Space Wellness. I am a level one CrossFit trainer, a licensed and certified athletic trainer with a master's in kinesiology and mama to Baron Camille. I love food, trying new things, creating art and being a perpetual learner. Please note that while we're here to provide advice and insights, we aren't medical practitioners and always recommend that you check with a trusted provider before implementing any changes. Thanks for joining us. We're so happy you're here. Good morning and welcome to another episode of the Modern Mamas podcast. It's us. (laughs) We're here. (laughs) We're here. And it feels, I feel excited to like catch up and chat with y'all and chat with you. It feels like it's been a while, even though we did just record a Patreon when I was in California. Yes. That feels like yesterday and like two months ago. So (laughs) time, what is time? I don't even know. What is time? (laughs) We do have something very exciting to share that Jess looked up right before we hopped on. If you listened last week, you know that we were waiting, and I'm going to let you do the honors. Oh, oh my goodness. Guess what, y'all? We just hit a million downloads for the podcast, which a is bananas. bananas. I wish we had some, like, horns, like, we could, like, play in the background. Or, well, like, my dishwasher just did something <laughs> weird, so that can, that can count. <laughs> the dishwasher is celebrating with us. But no, I mean, honestly, golly. No. I mean, and a I feel like we were like coming up to it quickly. No, I feel like we were coming up to it slowly. Yeah, I feel like we were inching and yeah. inching and inching. And then all of a sudden, we're not only at a million, we're like like almost 10,000 over a million, which is just like, that's, that's so we cool. gotta do something. I feel like, yeah. I don't know. I feel like we need to celebrate. Like we gotta. If you have an idea, because I know both of our brains are pretty tired. So if you have an idea for us, <laughs> let us have it. <sighs> I'm just, I think like we need to shout it from the rooftops because, yeah. okay. And like, I've seen statistics before about podcasts. I think I've shared them a little bit here before, but like, it's like bananas. I keep saying bananas. It's, it's wi- wild. Wild will be a new word. It's wild how many people start and don't stick with podcasts just in general mm-hmm. and we have been doing it for wait so it'll be seven years in june next june, year right so about yeah. almost six and a half yeah six and a half years and that is just gosh i mean i'm just like super proud of us it's like it's a, a consistency thing and i sticking with the podcast like i don't know i feel like that consistency and that dedication has definitely leaked over into other parts of my life's life in the best way and I don't the podcast just anchors me a lot when my head is like spinning 100% we've talked multiple times about how it's like such a cathartic space for us to share and release and process I feel like this podcast in so many ways from the experts I've gotten to learn from Mm -hmm. to just the place to process and talk through things that are going on in my brain Mm -hmm. has made me a better mom Mm -hmm. truly Mm -hmm. and someone shared last week in stories and it like it actually brought some tears to my eyes because it wasn't like a typical when these shares are also incredibly compelling and emotional for me, but it was like, it, it had me like perceive her comment in a different way. It was just a new take on the podcast because instead of saying like best podcast ever, talking to my best friends, which all of that is truth and makes my heart so happy. It was like, these, these two keep me like reflecting on motherhood and like looking, I think it was like looking at motherhood from a different perspective. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I just, I love that because we aren't here showing up as, as like experts on anything, but that would be my goal. I feel like that's why I show up in this space mm-hmm. on social media. It's not, it's just to get people to like continue questioning and reflecting and seeking growth and like taking on new perspectives and new ways of looking at 
even just the simplest things and like the simplest moments. So I don't know exactly what we said that helped with that, but that was just, that was a cool moment for me to see that. Yeah, it's, it is, it's wild. And it's, the more I think about it, like, I, I don't ever, like, I don't ever think about like, when will we be done with the podcast? Like, I know that like, we'll keep going until it no longer like feels aligned. And that could be like, it's just bananas because it's like, you started when Evie, before Evie was born, and now she's almost, mm-hmm. she's six and a half and, you know, Bear's 10. Mm-hmm. And it's like, the really cool thing is if you've been listening for, since the beginning, it's like, you've seen our evolution of like our mm-hmm. ch- motherhood changes. And like, you've been here like basically for this whole transition. And I can't even imagine what that's going to look like, like when Bear's 16. Or Cammy is, you know, 16 or yeah. 18. Like, if we're still doing this, like, it's just, I don't know. It's and like, I picture us still doing it, barring, like, any, barring, like, us not serving the community anymore yeah. or it really just not serving either of us anymore. Yeah. But, and the cool thing, too, is, like, those episodes haven't gone anywhere. So let's say you're just showing up. You're like, huh, oh, what's Laura like in 2017? <laughs> like, you can go back and listen to the beginning episodes, which I feel like someday I'd like to do. Yeah. But I will say, truly... Honestly, transparently, I don't regret a single thing I've said here because it's just been a part of my journey, you know, and I always reserve the right to change my mind. Uh And I'm sure that I have. I can't think of anything like super, super obvious necessarily, but yeah, life. (laughs) I think, yeah, it is. It's it's crazy. And I think for me, it's like, I haven't necessarily changed my mind on the big things, Mm -hmm. but my, there's just a softening of myself throughout motherhood where it's like, yeah. You know, it's like, I can be, I can imagine, I can't, I can't even think of anything specific, but I can imagine a lot of things in my like early motherhood journey. I was very convicted, almost not strict about, but like very convicted, I think, and very, a lot more maybe rigid in some things. And as for me personally, as I've kind of evolved, you know, it's, there's just been a softening of some of my, not that I believe differently, but it's like I am able to be a lot more flexible with some of those those things as my, especially as my children start to step into their own. I mean, they've always been their own people, you know, but like they, they're growing up, like they're becoming, they're working their way towards adulthood, which is exactly what I want. Mm-hmm. And they're forming their own opinions and, you know, things and perspectives have shifted. For me, you know, one of the things that has started to shift is just like what I share about them. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, you know, their journeys. It's like, I think when they were babies, it was a lot easier for me to just be like, you know, they did this and they did that. And like, look at this. And, and, and you know, as I've gotten older, I just am a lot more mindful with that, this decision to sh- of what to share and when to share and how to share. And who knows, maybe that will change more and maybe it won't, but that's just one thing I can, that's like standing out to me right now because I've been having conversations about it with Tim. So yeah. yeah. Anyways, growth. Yeah, I would say my my girls are on there less and I'm sharing less of like the nuance and intimacies of like my conversations with Evie and, and how I'm parenting and I'm sharing like, here's like some really delicious food that we love or like here's their favorite like pouch or here's, you know, it's like some experiences, but not necessarily like the depth of like my emotional state or their emotional state. Cause this feels like a much better place to share that. That's a great place yeah. to like, I feel like Instagram has become a cool spot. I do share my reflections, but not as like, not the deep, deep stuff, but like something a little bit more quick or like a start to what I have to say that then I can come here and like really dive deeper into. And then same thing. It's a great place for me to share like affiliate links for products we love, mm-hmm. my recipes, my Etsy shop. But that's that's what it is. It's it, and it's not like me being inauthentic. It's me sharing the first layer mm-hmm. and sharing my business and like glimpses into our life, but not the. It's not the space for that, and I don't want to be staring at my my phone all the time. Yeah, and that's a big piece for me. It's like I just I want to be present with my kids. <laughs> yeah, and I just feel like in general, Instagram. I I still love Instagram, but like. I feel like in general, I'm getting the vibe and the sense from myself and from other people that it's just not as, I don't know, for instance, like 2020, 2019, 2021, like those kind of years. Well, partly because we were kind of like stuck at home. <laughs> there wasn't yeah. a lot of like 
else going on, but I just feel like it's not the same. Like, I feel like people are spending as much time over there. And I think that's, I don't think that's a bad thing. I think that's a great thing. Yeah. yeah. And I think, you know, at the end of the day, for me, I, I got actually a few comments. It's so funny because I always laugh. Like, it's like nobody is like standing there wondering where Jess is when I'm not on Instagram. But actually, I got a couple of comments like, because I, I just, I've been so like, I hate the word busy, but my hands have been so full in terms of like, like, like food photography and like working and doing like things with my brain and my mind and my, my body that like, I haven't been on my personal page very much at all. And I got someone that was like, it's good to like see your face pop up every now and then. I've been wondering like if you were okay or like where you're at. And it's like, yeah, I haven't. I don't know. Like I used to be so, how do I phrase this? It's just like every part of my day was, was, I was sharing, you know, and I just don't feel well, A, the time. pulled away from that too. Yeah. Like I just don't have the time, I guess maybe, or necessarily like sometimes I'm just like, I really have to question like, why am I sharing this? Is this valuable? Mm -hmm. Who is this valuable for? Like, you know, and it's like, I, I think that's the question that keeps driving me. Like when I do open my phone, either to scroll, because I still do that from time to time or to share, it's like, who is this serving? And, you know, is this going to be helpful in the moment or to someone else? And, and that's kind of what's, what's guiding me. But I'm spending a lot of time consuming food stuff on my other Instagram handle for, you know, it's like inspiration and creativity and stuff. And that feels, that feels good. But yeah, I don't know. The nuances of life, it's just... And also, I think for me personally, I can only say when things are challenging, which we've been in a challenging season, it's a lot harder to share, honestly. And I, I don't, again, like, I don't want that to sound like I'm being inauthentic, but like, you know, I'm not going to necessarily come on and share all the like challenges of the day in the moment because it's also not just me, you know, okay. that's going through those challenges. So. Yeah, there's a lot of that. It's a lot of, it's a lot, a lot going on. Yeah. Does that make any well, sense? Well, just like we've said since the beginning, I feel like you and I both have not shared people, you know, people are like, Instagram's a highlight reel. It's like, yeah, well, I'm not going to pull my freaking phone out when my kid's having a meltdown and she needs me. <laughs> uh-huh. I mean, to be there wholly present. And like, there's so many times throughout the day now where I don't even know where my phone is. Yeah. And like last night we went down to dinner and like trying to just keep, like, I just don't care where my phone is. Right. Especially if Rusty's home, I don't feel like I need to be like mm-hmm. t- checking in like, are, is he okay? Yeah, but he always has his, his work phone on in case he gets called away. And like, I made this dinner and wasn't really thinking about even taking photos or whatever. And then we come down and I was like, we're sitting outside. We have our like picnic table that we sanded and sealed and it's beautiful in the sun. The light was perfect. I was like, ah, wow. I didn't mean to, but like, this is pretty. I was like, can I see your phone for a second? <laughs> like just took a picture real quick and then texted it to myself. But things like that, you know, and I have, I have ideas. And what I'm liking too is I, there, when reels were like really, really in, I was catching myself, experiencing something like almost like like picturing the and I, and I don't. It's not because I was like obsessed with sharing every facet of our life, but for me, reels were a very creative outlet, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so I picture like, oh, I could make this in like a really sweet little video or whatever. And again, like I don't think the call was like I have to share this moment. I think it was like I want to, mm-hmm. but I definitely that's pulled way back. Where now I'm just like I'm way more just in it. And I think that camping trip where I was just completely off was so lovely because I was having ideas and I was like, whatever, I'm not, I'm not. Like, I'm not going to come back and create a bunch of content from this trip. Mm-hmm. I would stop a few photos. And like I just shared this morning because I just, we have this core memory. I, I already shared here, but like when we went and got the cookies on the Drizzly campsite morning and I like, you know, three weeks later shared that experience because I've updated my map, but I just don't feel any pressure or rush to share anything in the moment. Yeah. It's like I can get to it whenever I get to it. I'll share pictures that I took two weeks ago because that's a fun memory for me. And I think it's maybe there's something valuable. There's some valuable takeaway from it, but. It's really that that release is really nice. Yeah, <laughs> it really, really is. And it's, I don't know. I mean, it, I feel like it's up and down. And again, it's like you reserve the right to like change your mind, come back to it, get, you know, post more, be on there more if you want to. Like, I don't know. It's just, I I think, again, this is probably something that what we said on the last episode that resonated. Like we're we're here to share our ever evolving journeys. And reserve the right to change our mind and go back and go forward. And and yeah, I mean, in this season, it seems like that's what feels right for you. And that's what feels right for me. And 
Like, who knows? Who knows what the future holds? Not me. Who knows? And <laughs> I don't, I don't really want to know right now. Yeah. No, I let, it's helping me be in the moment to just be uh-huh. right here, right now. Hello, friends. Laura here, popping in real quick to rave about my current favorite product from Paleo Valley. Have you tried their whey protein yet? Not only are they absolutely delicious and deeply nourishing, but bonus points because they also have colostrum, which heals, repairs, and gives our bodies the extra boost we need for motherhood, work, working out, all the things. I add it to my coffee every morning and it fuels my early morning work, my transition into motherhood whenever the kids wake up, and then my training. Cannot recommend it enough. Give it a try. Creamy, delicious, flavor-packed, and none of the junk you'll find in typical protein powders. We also add it to pancakes and oatmeal, and I look forward to smoothies this summer. Don't wait. Go grab yours and save 15%. That's paleovalley.com forward slash modern mamas. Enjoy. Yeah, I, love that. I was talking to my friend, Pat. We spent some time with our friends, the Barbers. They've been on the podcast. Taz has been on by herself. They've been on together. They're this incredible couple with now four kids and they live in the Santa Cruz mountains and we spent the day out there and, you know, Pat's like oscillated. He's created like different accounts right now. He's got one called the Father's Guild. And he definitely likes to like share stuff, focus on fatherhood and parenthood. And it's really been really cool seeing him come into his own as a father, four kids later. Their oldest is almost 11 and we've grown up. I mean, they, I feel like I've grown up alongside these kids. It's in some ways, you know, 11 years ago, they were like my first really close friends to have kids. Anyways, he, we were talking about social media and I'm kind of sharing very similar sentiments to what I've been sharing here. And he's like, you know, when I get on, I, I've gotten on my social media before and, and I've said to my audience, like, if you see me on here a lot, it means I'm not actually doing well. Mm. Like I'm not in a good headspace because for him, it, it is, it can be like a, a place to like check out from parenting, yeah. you know? And for me, I, it's not so much, I'm not a scroller, but it's more, I, it's a false sense of productivity. Mm-hmm. So if I'm on there a ton, like sharing a lot of our day, it's because I'm feeling like I need to clutch onto something that's helping me feel like I'm, I'm doing, you know? Mm-hmm. And so it's very similar. And there'll be days when I have like more dots in there, but I just have more to share. And like, I've, I'm not doing, in this season, over the summer, I'm not doing this Sunday offline because that's not really our, our like our weeks are so interesting because mm-hmm. of resting schedule. And, and I'm like, if I... If I've got a package that this is my window to open it and like share some fun things that we're loving with my audience, then I'm going to do that versus like holding it, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's been cool because, you know, that I'm more of a moderator than an abstainer. And so like, I don't feel that call to like have a day where I fully abstain because I just, I don't feel that call to be on there in general. Mm-hmm. So it does feel like I have a better balance. And I would say probably since I started like sharing on social media with and any realm connected to like growing in my audience and building a business, I would say right now I have the best boundaries with it. And that just, it's cool, you know? Yeah. And that probably awesome. co- coincides with, like for you potentially with the food photography stuff growing, having another outlet and another facet of your business that's like successful. And then for me, it's like my work with CrossFit is feeling very rewarding. It's looking like knock on wood, hopefully by the time this airs, like I will have a permanent part-time offer in my inbox. And so that's great. And I'm not going to let go of Radical Roots or the Sourdough Sisterhood. In fact, I'm finding ways to like, make it better. I actually have a meeting next week set up with a listener who reached out after we talked about the online course and we are going to create something. Yay! And she is incredible and I am so freaking grateful for her. And she, yeah, she's offered to like work with me in the beginning, just like, you know, out of the goodness of her heart. And I'm just, I'm getting so stay tuned more on that to come. I'm looking ways to like launch new fun things, new, like I found a new platform that I'm going to be launching more like potentially like t-shirts and hats and mugs like sourdough sisterhood branded just fun stuff like that that i just i think people you know a lot of people have bought the books and what are some other ways that we can like connect in the sisterhood and i just think kind of starting to dabble in that kind of thing where it's like i am not the expert of all experts when it comes to sourdough from the beginning gosh like four years ago it's been i'm more of a novice here's my here's how i do it simply Mm -hmm. and then take it and do your own thing and like my friend laura She's now hosting workshops and I know yeah. she started in one of mine and I love that. People are surpassing my skill set because I'm not actively, I, I am actively working on creating new recipes and getting better at the fun stuff like croissants and pie crust and stuff. But like my basic sourdough recipe has been pretty simple and it's grown in that I can now just like not weigh things and just touch. And I know what we like as a family, mm-hmm. but I'm not trying to like super expand my skill set in this season at least with the baking is like, mm-hmm. I have my focaccia dialed in, I've got my boule dialed in. And so now I'm having fun, like big goal is croissants before the holidays, things like that, you know, like the extras, but 
it's just so cool to see people taking it and running with it and building their own sisterhoods and their own communities through it. And so anyways, all that to say, I'm excited to launch more like swag and stuff for us to kind of like be able to, you see someone, I mean, I'm not, I don't necessarily think I'm going to like walk by people in the street wearing sourdough sisterhood stuff, but it could happen. And then Mm -hmm. it's like a head nod, like I see you, you know? Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. anyways, that's where kind of where I'm headed. And I'm really excited for some like workshop launch or the online course launch and then some fun stuff for the holiday season. But yeah, anyways, I just rambled. No, that's Um, great. I want you to ramble more because I know we need to catch up on your trip, which was like, I feel like you were gone forever. It was, it was, it was so nonstop, but it was weirdly like a perfect balance of seeing people and not spending too much time, you know, at my parents' house and just like bouncing around, which was exhausting, but also very freeing in some ways. <laughs> Cause I decided to rent a car. And I don't remember if I said that here or not. I said it on Patreon. Yeah. And kind of dive, dove more into like the nuances of why there, but, and I'm sure I'll share more. But yeah, I decided to rent a car, which usually I would like, my mom would pick me up. She got car seats, which is just, perfect. And but I decided I just wanted some freedom. You know, we were, we flew in on a Friday afternoon. My sister picked us up. We went to Whole Foods and got lunch and some grocery stuff. And then, and I am like a, a, whenever possible, I am a carry-on gal. So because I don't have to travel with car seats, I had a backpack and a small duffel and like my purse and that was it. And Evie had her little backpack. So travel light, got in Whole Foods and then got back to my, and then my sister took us to the rental car place. So she over the, uh, and she just dropped me and then took the girls to my parents. And I got the car, which surprise, it was an electric vehicle, which again, I shared more of that on the, on Patreon, but I use the Hopper app for travel booking and it's awesome. I use it for the most part and you find really great deals. And it was like, looking at rental cars for the week, it was like three to four plus hundred dollars. And I was like, oh, I can't do that, but I really want to do this. And then there was like, or you can get a mystery car, you know, and, and renting not at the airport is significantly more affordable as well. And because of our situation, I was able to do that. So I chose the mystery car and it was an electric vehicle, but it, it was for all said and done everything. It was like 190 for a week, which is nothing for a rental car. And on top of that, you don't pay for gas, but what you do pay for is your, like your, you spend time because you have to charge the thing especially on a road trip. And what I didn't realize, so basically we got the rental car, went back to my parents, went out for a hike, came home, had dinner. It was like kind of a late night. And then I woke up at five, four, got the girls loaded into the car before six to start the trip down to Santa Barbara for my sister's like wedding party, which was the main catalyst for us going down there. And that was Saturday afternoon. Gave myself plenty of time, but didn't account for the fact that there are different like charging speed stations. So some are like a super, super slow where they're going to expect you to be plugged in like overnight. And some are rapid and you can fully charge your car in like an hour. So we make it to San Luis Obispo and I was like, perfect. I'm going to plug in at this parking garage. We're going to go have fun, explore, eat, like revisit all the fun places that the girl's dad and I explored and experienced when we were first dating. We fell in love there, went to our favorite cafe, to get back to the car and it had given us like 20 miles and that was it. And we had to get all the Santa Barbara, which is much further than 20 miles. So at this point, we were going to meet up with my mom and sister and, and my brother-in-law in Pismo and like jump in the waves and, and maybe have lunch or whatever. I was like, well, and they found a charging spot there. But I was like, I set my app to only show me rapid charge stations. And so I had to go to the Pismo outlets, which is like, there's not a lot to do there unless you want to shop, which I didn't want to do, especially with two kids. And so it ended up being actually lovely. I didn't need to like fully, fully charge. I just needed to get to Santa Barbara. And so my sister was going to come pick me up. So we could go to the beach and I was like, you know what? You are, have a party, just go. And she was even like, yeah, I should probably just head down there. I'm like, just go. And the girl and I just like, I plugged in and we just sat in the back of the car and I gave Andy milk. And I think we all just needed like, like some downtime. So once I embraced that and ended up being really nice and we got there, got ready, had the party. I got to see aunts and uncles and cousins and my cousin's kids that I hadn't seen in years. So most of them hadn't ever met Indy. And it was so much fun. We danced, we just laughed, we caught up, stayed there that night. And then the next morning, drove to, and met my cousin and her two girls in downtown Santa Barbara and ate at one of the most delicious like organic sourdough bakery cafes I've ever experienced. And it was so lovely. And I was able to plug the car in down there and... It's called Helena's 
uh, it's in on near State Street, like downtown Santa Barbara. So that was such a fun experience. I hadn't gotten like that kind of quality time with my cousin in so long. And she's just a little bit older than me. And then we went to the beach and just had a blast. And then like a torrential hurricane came in. Not, I mean, a California hurricane. It was like a lot of rains, a little bit of wind. And I was supposed to leave that evening for to, or afternoon and go see with my really good friend, Mariah, who's been on the podcast. She has the twins and has since had a home birth. And just like she had, yeah, she's just incredible. So she's got three kids and they live in Lompoc and I was going to stay there and then go all the way back to my parents on Monday. And by the time we got home from the beach, Indy was like, it was after one, she was unbelievably exhausted. I could just see it in her eyes. Evie, we're like, I'm trying to get the girls like showered from the beach. And Evie just has like some really big feelings about wanting to stand in a specific place in the bedroom. And I know when she has those kinds of, from my perspective, irrational like frustrations, which are fully rational to her. I can acknowledge that. I know it's not about like the spot she's standing in the bedroom. It's, you know, she was just, she was done. At this point, we had slept in two different places. We traveled all day. That's my parents woke up early, traveled all day. That's my aunts. And I didn't really want to move them again to a new spot for another single night to then leave the next day. And I, so I was like, okay, I got, Evie got dressed. For, I held her, let her feel, big feels, you know. When, and then I, then she moved on. And actually she went in the hot tub. My uncle and aunt got home and she had a blast. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to lay down with Indy. If she falls asleep, I'm not going. I'm just going to stay. And she fell asleep immediately. And so I did, decided to stay at my aunt's. Mariah was fully understanding. And Andy just, she napped. My mom and my aunts and my uncle all got home. And I took a shower and my sister and her husband and I went out on State Street, just the three of us. And we went to Llama Dog, which is this really cool tap room. And had, I found this like organic honey fermented cider that was so good. And then we just like walked State Street. Her husband split off to go get this food that he'd been craving, like very specific restaurant. My sister and I kept walking. We found this place called Wild Works and it's run by this family that remind me, they're just like the kids. They're so they've got these three boys running around barefoot, which she's got a tiny one like she's wearing and then two, and two older ones barefoot, like shaggy hair, just like look like they just came from the forest. And it's honey wine, mead, which is like, like cider, but it's fermented from honey instead of apples. And then June, like hard June kombucha, which is kombucha fermented with honey. And they started as beekeepers and there's a grand piano in there and someone's playing and her art, she's an artist as well and does like kids books and arts all over the walls. And I was like, my whole body just got tingly. I was like, this is my, this is my happy place. So my sister and I sat there, we had a, we had a meat, a dry mead. And then we bought, she's like giving us tastes of things. And we bought this bottle of honey wine that she actually, that they had at their wedding. And we took that home. Her brother, her brother or her husband met up back up with us. We went and ate this incredible food called Tiger Tiger. It's like farm to table, kind of like Asian fusion. So good. And it was like kind of drizzly that afternoon and evening. And then we get back to the girls at my aunt and uncle's and there's a fucking double rainbow. And it was just like, everything felt right in the world in that moment. And my sister and her husband are moving to Santa Barbara. And for them, it was like, this is where we're supposed to be. It was just such a beautiful evening. And so for me, it was a good reminder that sometimes you have to audible. And at first, my reason for changing was for the girls. Like it was like, I want to see Mariah so badly. The girls are done, you know? But then as the evening progressed, I was like, I actually, I needed this too. And sometimes our girls can be our best teachers, our kids, you know, like actually reflecting a little bit of our needs. Maybe we see our needs in them. So we're going back down in February. We'll spend the night and like really spend some quality time with Brian and her husband. But it was, it was lovely. Then I, you know, we got to bed early and I just had that cup filling time and that time to really connect with my sister because I wasn't able to go to her wedding ceremony in Germany in July just because of our season of life. So to get to experience that with her and her husband, like buy them a drink. So anyways, the next morning, loaded the girls up again at five and we just, we made it. And at this point I'd done my research. We made it to Paso in time for breakfast. There's a plug in there, walked downtown, got breakfast, played on the playground, got back to the car. It was 100% charged and made it home easy. So like the way home was way smoother and I will do it again. I will say now that I've done it, I will I will never buy an electric vehicle because of our life and the way that we like try and like go off grid and camp and that kind of thing. But for a rental car, I think from now on, as long as they stay more affordable, we'll probably do that in the Bay Area because there's charging stations everywhere you look. And like the, the park, the school next to my parents' house, the parking lot is covered with solar panels. So I went and plugged in there the next day when we got home and left it. And because of the solar, it's free. 
And even if you do have to pay the charge, you can fill up the like full electricity. It's like $12. So it's so, it saved us so much money, but then allowed me to feel a little bit better about like eating out a bit more and that kind of thing. And just, it was nice to have that. So I would definitely do it again. It's like the entire rental car costs as much as it would probably have cost to fill up twice, which I would have had to do way more than that. So anyways, those are my thoughts on that. And yeah, and then I got a date with my sister, my, my mom, my sister and her husband were extremely helpful. My mom was about as helpful as I expected, which is fine. I don't need to dive too much into that here, but I had support. I had help. My sister and I got a date, which again was lovely. And I had her, we took that bottle of honey wine to this, her favorite hike. And we sat under this oak tree and she talked through her wedding day from start to finish, which was very special for us. And then we went out to dinner. California is so cool. And there are so many different like food genres and cultures and that kind of thing. And so we ate at a, my first time ever, a Georgian restaurant, which is a country that like neighbors Russia, which I you know had to do some research before we went, but the food was so good. It was so good. And that was really special. And then, yeah. And then I popped over to Santa Cruz and spent two nights with my friend, Nicole, who's just like one of my best friends in the whole world. And the, the kids get along splendidly. We spent so much time outside. We got a date, just the two of us with her nanny that came over. That was incredible. And then I spent a day with the barbers, played in their pool, caught up on life and motherhood. And then the final night, I went back to my, I returned to the car. My sister met me, returned to my parents' house and my parents went to a 49ers game, which I'll be totally honest was, it was, it was actually really, I love them, but it was nice to have one more evening. My girls adore her aunt and uncle and my sister above and beyond sets up a full like outdoor movie setup. She they had this TV screen. They bring it outside, lays down blankets, brings out like her camping chairs. We pop popcorn. We sat in the backyard and watched Puss in Boots and it was just perfect. Got the girls down. My dad took us to the airport in the morning and we landed, we got our flight, took off at 6.15, landed by eight. And it's a two and a half hour drive home from the airport, but got home, went, actually went straight to farmer's market on Saturday, stocked up, came home and just had like a relaxing afternoon where I, you know, cleaned and, and then Rusty got home from the station that, that night. And he gets home and he has a surprise in the back of his car, the, his truck. And I've been, I've been, speaking and in the units at first for since like for years now that I want a mountain bike. And we have a really cool rental spot by our house that does like kayak rentals and mountain bike rentals. And they sometimes will have their bikes for sale as they get restock. So he went and he didn't just get me one. He got us both one because he knows I'm an experiences person. And like, yeah, cool. He got me a bike, but like, I want to ride with you. So he got us each one. And I am so giddy. And at this point, I was like so exhausted. And he's like, I've got a surprise. Do you want to see it? And I had like dinner pretty much ready where I was trying to get dinner ready, but Andy wouldn't let me put her down. And I was like, can we do it after dinner? And then I, I looked at him, I'm like, no, let's do it right now. And so, because I'm not a gift person. I'm like, oh, gift, you know, I'd rather just come in and sit with you and eat, eat a meal together. But then he, and then I like started trying. And so the next day he had to go back to work, but I texted my friend. I was like, she's got kids the same age gap as us, but like three, four years older. And so I was like, do you have a toddler seat? Because I just, before I'd buy one, I'm going to ask everyone. She's like, no, but we have a pull behind. So I went and snagged that yesterday, hooked it to my bike and the girls and I rode downtown and it was just so much fun. And I can't wait for Rusty to have a day off so we can like all cruise together. But it's just been, it's been a good August, you know, and we're heading into the end of the, the end of the months, you know, and heading into Evie starting her Montessori school on Tuesday after the day after Labor Day. And I feel like Rusty and I actually last night had a brief moment where we were kind of chatting and because before he started wildland season we were we sat and never forget we went on a date we sat and had a cider and we were like it he, i mean he was like days out from starting and both of us were, had a moment where we we're like is this what we want do you actually want to do this and do i actually want you to do this we sat there and my mind was like you know i'm very much like if if this isn't right we can still pull out and he's like it we're too far in obviously we decided to move forward but we had a moment yesterday in the kitchen where where he's like, I know this has been hard on everybody, but it feels so right. And I was like, a hundred percent. And I was like, first of all, I am so proud of you. I'm like, I'm always proud of you, but like, I'm proud of the work you're doing. It's very rugged and like very sexy. And, and also I'm proud of myself. You've been gone a lot and I'm, I am not perfect, but I am doing a good job, you know, and we've made it through this summer and, and it feels, and so, and then we just like gave each other a high five and a kiss. And then we were like, okay, you know, we're kind of settling into, I see like these roles where we're supposed to be like, I am not supposed to be working a nine to five full-time job. I'm supposed to be with my girls as much as possible, but I also need work. And I'm finding that like that puzzle pieces, those pieces are working together. And then like, he is supposed to be 
working a job that like has him using his body and like leading a team and getting dirty. And he's found that he's and providing for us. And it's taken us a long time. And we've gone through a lot of iterations of different work, but I feel like we have continued to manifest and and found what's where we're supposed to be, at least in this season and kind of to come full circle, like reserve the right to change our mind. But right now this feels so right. And also like going to California, of course I had moments when I'm with my best friends in the whole world where I'm like, oh, I could, I was like, I could live in Felton. It's really close to Nicole. It's back in the mountains where we left, you know, three years ago. But I also, I also like, I'm at home. I was having those conversations with Nicole and then like I got on my phone and I was like looking at some pictures a friend sent me from the lake and I was like, oh, no, like I want to, I want to go home, you know? And so that was a very new sensation for me. And I'm just, I'm really grateful to live here and to have our community. And then like to go to farmer's market first thing when we pulled into town and see friends there and like know the farmers. I was like, this is just, it's, it's cool. So anyways, we found our spot. We're finding our rhythm. I don't think, you know, now that we're rounding out summer, like I don't think it will be this hard again. I'm sure there will be other things that come up, but as far as like Indy's age and the kind of like sporadic nature of not really knowing work for myself. Like, is it permanent? Is it contract? Having my contract renewed in the middle of the summer and not really knowing what that was going to look like, not knowing what resting season was going to look like as an engine lead and his health, like his physical body after the surgeries and everything. So coming to the end of it, it's like, okay, like we can do this. Also scheduled way less. Rusty and I went through like the list of the trips we took last year over the summer. And we were, by the end of the list, we we're like, oh my, we did too much. And he was working a remote sales shop that he hated trying to work while we traveled. And this summer was so much better. I stayed mostly local. The unexpected California trip ended up being really lovely. Didn't spend nearly as much money. Didn't drive nearly as far. Didn't, you know, any of it. And though I was so low, there's a lot of freedom in that knowing that he was home and working and then we get to come home to him. And I'm definitely have more of a travel bug anyways. So, and now we get to plan a couple really fun trips for the winter and spring, knowing that we've budgeted for that and that he gets to be with us and he gets to actually like take time away. And that feels cool. So stay tuned after, I'm sure on our next catch up, I will have more specifics on like career for me and like what, what, you know, what exactly am I doing with CrossFit and Radical Roots and Sourdough Sisterhood? And then he will have more insights into probably like soon here, whether he's going to be a year or like a permanent seasonal employee that will work nine months out of the year and be like, quote unquote, laid off the other three, but always knowing he'll be rehired. Or if he's going to be moving into hopefully more of like a permanent year round position. So with a very slow season and a very not slow season. So yeah, anyways, that was a lot. That was very, very cathartic for me. So thank you for listening. Just basically like talking through our whole summer. I just put um, myself on mute and I was like, all right, let's let me do this. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, and take a breath. But yeah, it's good. Life is good. There's still some hard stuff, of course, but I do feel like I've learned and grown a ton this summer and it's not over yet. And we saw this week and then transitioning Evie into Montessori, but she is so excited. I have a nanny share already set up for three days a week. So for Indy. So stay tuned for more on like that whole transition and what, what life looks like post school starting, but still planning on lots of outdoor time and still manifesting a bit of an endless summer here. More lake days, please. So, but then also our apple tree is like going off and I'm going to make an apple galette today. So I saw, I saw that on Instagram. I was like, holy cow, there's apples literally everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. We can't get to them fast enough. And there's still so many in the tree. So we've got two buckets. Can you can Um, them? Like, can you like make applesauce and can it or something? I don't have like a full canning setup, but my plan is to like make a bunch of compote to make a bunch of applesauce and I'm probably just going to freeze a bunch. We did mm. get, finally got a deep freezer. So I want to try and get, save as much as I can for pies and galettes. And I love like apple compote and making, like putting it on sandwiches. I could see doing like p- pizzas and all the things. So just going to keep filling those buckets, but I'm hoping today to do some apple processing in the afternoon because I've got uh, sitters lined up today for a lot of work time to catch up. But I also got, you know, I got some stuff done this weekend. So yeah, all the apple things. Stay tuned. That's awesome. Oh my gosh. I wish I, yeah. I mean, that looks amazing. I want an apple galette. I just want to come oh, over so and, and eat a galette with you with Please ice cream. Do. And I'm actually already thinking about another like holiday recipe book because I have all these ideas. And my goal is to do get a croissant and actually put it in a book. Oh my so. gosh. If you figure out a sourdough croissant, oh my God. I don't know. I don't even know what's going to happen. I'm just, 
getting this will die of happiness. <laughs> it's like actually it's on my radar for this weekend because it's like, you know, I want to get something put together and and for sale by like October. I gotta I gotta get, get on moving. It. So yeah. stay tuned. Cool. Yeah. Hey there, friends. Pausing this episode to share a bit about our wonderful friend, Brianna White, a fantastic real estate agent based in Bend, Oregon. She's also a wife, mama, and a member of this awesome Modern Mamas podcast community. She has a super unique approach to real estate, which includes using her mobile Airstream bar for open houses and housewarming parties. And she offers a complimentary family photo shoot for her clients in their new home and then presents them with a beautiful coffee table book to cherish this major life milestone. I wish I had that when I moved into my home. Seriously. So cool. So if you're in Bend and looking for a real estate agent who truly understands the needs of a modern family, connect with our amazing sponsor. She's the perfect partner to help you find or sell your dream home. Even if you're not in Bend, Oregon, our fantastic sponsor, Brianna, can still help with your real estate needs. That's right. Brianna has access to top real estate agents all over the country, and she's more than happy to help you find the perfect agent for your needs, no matter where you are now or where you're looking to move. She does the legwork for you, interviewing agents in your area or your desired location, and then making a personal introduction to ensure you're working with someone who truly understands your needs and preferences. It's like having a personal real estate matchmaker. (laughs) So whether you're in Bend or anywhere else in the country, don't hesitate to reach out to Brianna. Let someone else do the searching when it comes to finding a great real estate agent. You deserve the best and Brianna will help make that happen. Supporting our sponsor can be as simple as following her on Instagram at Brianna Sells Bend. That's at B-R-E-A-N-A Sells Bend, where you'll find great content, education, gorgeous homes, and family adventures. I'm sure you will connect with her just like we have. Thank you, friends, for supporting our podcast by considering our sponsor, Brianna, for your real estate needs. Check her out at briannasellsbend.kw.com. That's B-R-E-A-N-A, sellsbend.kw.com. Brought to you by Brianna White, broker with Keller Williams Realty, Central Oregon, Equal Housing Opportunity. Now, let's dive back into our episode. So what is up with you now that I just blah, 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 Oh, God. I don't really... I'm so glad that you took up most of the time because I, I really don't have a ton to share. Not much has changed, honestly. I'm trying to think since the last weekend. I still... Like, we are just in... I'm in a season where I am having... It's just a... It's a learning season. It's a growth season in terms of like... Not necessarily growth in terms... Well, I mean, yeah, there's growth. there's growth in lots of ways. But like the mental and emotional kind of, I, I'm learning something. That's all I can say. There's there's lessons for both Tim and I and the kids that we're still continuing to learn, which I feel like has been our theme for 2023 since it started, really. And even maybe before, like in 2022, like there is a lot that is being, I think, like revealed to me personally about my belief system and and what I think you know for me my faith has always been like super important and I feel like some some of the things I've shared on Instagram too lately it's like you know the last couple years have been years of like abundance like in terms of like work and finances and things and stuff and trips and you know all that stuff and it's been so easy for me to be like yay we're blessed things are great god is good you know i we're joyful like you know i feel like a lot of my you know obviously there's been challenges and different things but it's been like been so easy for me and my faith to just be like yay everything's great cool i'm a good person so therefore good things happen for me and in this season what i think the challenge for me is like Okay, you're a good person. Yes, you have faith. Yes. But like, here are some chat. Here's this is a challenging season. Like, what are you going to do when things are not all happening the way that you want them to? What are you going to do when you're, it's revealed to you that like, this is not in your control? (laughs) When you can work hard and things still don't go your way. Like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do when you don't have like all the extras and the trips and the the things that you can purchase and, you know, all the fun stuff that you can share? Like, what's going to happen? Like, how are you going to like respond? And is your faith still strong? And, and 
you know, do you still believe that you're blessed? Like, do you still believe that you're joyful when your circumstances are different? And so I honestly feel like that's the lesson. It has been so hard for me to, it's like, like intellectually, I'm like, okay, yes, I'm learning a lesson. Like I've learned it. Cool. Like, let's move on. You know, but then at the end of the day, still be like, like, what can I control? How can I control this? How can I change this? How can I get out of this uncomfortable season? And so at the end of the day, I know that like, I haven't learned what I'm like supposed to be learning right now. And it is hard because it's like at the ultimately at the end of the day, like I feel like my struggle is always with control and you know, for lots and lots of reasons, a story that I've told myself as I grow up is that you can't trust anyone else to take care of you. And you, there is a lack, like there's like, you don't have what you need. And even if you have what you need right now, even if you feel like things are abundant, like you better prepare because you're not always going to have that. And like, it's the, you know, from my upbringing and stuff, it's just, that was kind of like what I learned, you know, whether it was intentional or not. And so this season has been so incredibly triggering for me. And I'm still, I I don't think I've, I don't think that I am, I have learned what I need to learn yet. And so it's not saying that like, I'm like, I hate kind of sharing it in that way. I'm not being punished. But there is like a lesson here for me to learn and that I haven't learned it yet. And so I'm still, I'm still in it. And so again, like, again, that's just me kind of like grappling, like what's, what, what? Trying to make meaning of it all and finding meaning in that way. And I am trying to kind of lean into what is mine to do today? Like, what is like, what do I need today? And can I, find, again, I talked about this last episode, can I find joy right now? And do, do, can I rest knowing that like my needs will be met? And that's where I'm at. That's kind of where I'm at. You know, it's like, it's so interesting because it's like, I want specific things. I want to be provided for in like very specific ways. And those are my prayers and requests and thoughts. And at the end of the day, those are not the answers that I'm getting, but I am getting provided for. And so that is like what I just kind of have to like accept and walk into. So like I mentioned either Patreon or the last episode that we recorded, like my food photography business is exploding and it's so great and it's so wonderful. And I also have this story that I tell myself that I can't handle that. I can't, I I think for some reason, I mean, there are many reasons, but I think that I will be unable to handle the workload that I am given. And so while good things are being like poured on and opportunities and growth and my food photography business, on the other hand, I'm like scared. (laughs) Such a wild place to be. Like, what if I can't do this? Like, I, I need to say yes, or I want to say yes to these opportunities. But at the end of the day, I'm like, but what if I can't do it all? You know, well, that I feel like that fear is what do you guys call it? A scared, a scared, a scared. It's like you're, a, a, that's great in my mind, of course, because I'm like this eternal optimist. I'm like, it's great that you're, that you're an unsure because that means that you really, really fucking care. Yeah. If you were just like, I got this, no problem, you know, like I think that. I mean, I know you got this, no problem. But that feeling in your gut that's like, whew, can I do this? It's like, that shows your willingness to continue to learn and grow and better your craft. It shows that you care so deeply. But again, this is just me, my perspective on it. And then of course, I'm sure there's some other deeper seated, rooted things to work through. But I am just, I'm so excited. And also, (laughs) fuck, that's scary. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's all really great things but there's just a lot working through there it's like yeah every time someone emails me too it's like you know they'll say something i was telling tim and and this is not like a humble brag like a toot my own horn this is like literally what happens someone will email me and be like i i came across your food photography and like you know wanting to you know inquire about my services and they'll be like your photos are stunning 
they're just incredible. And I'm like thinking to myself, like, <laughs> that's not really those that's just my like best work like you know every time I finish like a food a photo shoot and I send the photos over I'm literally like thinking in my head like those photos are shit like this is shit like I it's, it's a horrible self-talk you know and then the my client will come back and be like I love them so much they're so great blah, blah, blah. I'm like me like I got like looking behind myself, like over my shoulder, like, are they talking to someone else? Like, was this email meant for somebody else? Because like I am a terrible photographer. It's bananas. It's bananas where the insecurities show up and it's bananas as like that starts to grow. There's still an imposter syndrome because I it's literally I could show you photos from like a year ago where it was like just horrible but then it's like that's just growth right like the more you do something the better you get and I don't know the more opportunities come your way like it's just hard for me to accept good things sometimes and I just like just have to be totally honest like I don't know I don't know why but that is something that I struggle with I don't know if it's because I feel like I don't deserve them I don't I don't know if I feel like it's not true that people are like humoring me and there's just a lot. There's a lot that I'm like working through spiritually, mentally, emotionally. That is a lot. It's a lot. And it's like, and I'm sure that you are tied your, your feelings of like scarcity and like that fear of never quite having enough or being yeah. set or, you know, being taken care of. It's like now a lot of that taking care of is falling into your hands. Mm-hmm. You're the one who's got this like abundance of work that means then you're the one caring and providing in that way for your family. It's, I'm sure it's all so intertwined. It's so intertwined. intertwined. Oh my gosh. It is like, and then you start, like, I feel like I'm trying to do the work of like unraveling it, but then you while start, you're in it. <laughs> yeah. While you're in it, but then you're like pull one strand and then like the whole thing kind of like starts to come apart and you're just like, I'm just, what I need to probably do is go to th- like back to therapy and like get, I don't know. I just need help. And, you know, I'm seeking that help through, through prayer and like through my faith. And, but I also think I need like a, just someone to be like, just to help me, you know, like guide me through that thought process because it's like feelings are real. Feelings are valid. Feelings are good. But at the same time, sometimes those feelings are just a byproduct of a moment that passes, but then they stay with you. And kind of formulate this like pattern of, of thoughts. I don't know. We're getting super deep here. I'll try. I'm going I'm to pull myself back out of this like deepness because I don't really have the answers and I feel like I could just like go around in circles. But like really what's happening is I'm feeling a withdrawal from a lot. I feel like I am like having to protect my energy so intentionally to the point where like I can't this is not true. And this is, again, something I have to work through. But like, I'm feeling like so protective where like, I almost just feel like I can't be a good friend right now because I can't, I like, I don't even want to talk to people in my life because I'm like, I can't handle your stuff, which sounds horrible. But like, I, the, I can't show up to the person that I want to be. That sounds to me like grow. Yeah. Because in the past, you would have set your own needs aside and been like, I'm here. Don't you think? Yeah. And now you've grown to this place where you're like, I am protective of my space and my boundaries and my family and my needs. And that, I like, I'm going to credit. I feel like that's so cool. It, it's so cool. It is cool. It, it is, and your I, friends know you and I love know. you and get you in a way that nobody else does except for your people. You know, it's like <laughs> no one is going to be upset by that. You know, and and I I I've already gotten one of our one of my really one of my best friends, just you know very self aware, but like you know we had a conversation around this, and like I I I just can't like mm-hmm. hold that emotion like for you right now, and it was a very respectful like conversation. It was amazing, and it was validating, but it's also like a new vulnerable space for me. Like, who am I to my people and my friends? And those that are close to me, if I'm not like holding the space, if I'm not that person who's like taking on all the stuff. So yeah, it is just wild. And it's like one of the reasons why I'm not on Instagram. It's like, I just can't, like, I can't literally take in 
someone else's story or thoughts mm-hmm. or feelings. And it's just, that's where I'm at. That's, that's good. It's just, yeah, good ish. And mm-hmm. at the same time, it's like I was totally talking with Tim and I'm like, I've got to, with all that's going on, like I have to make sure that I'm taking care of myself. Like, so there are a couple of non-negotiables. Like I am still like really freaking proud of myself, like still showing up to the gym three. I go to the gym three times a week, do some moderately, nothing super taxing, but like still working on my core, still developing strength. And I've been doing this for months now consistently, which is great for me. It's awesome. I am going to the chiropractor still once a week. I'm still like you know, and it's like so easy for me to be like, I should not go because it's like a 45 minute drive. I need that time to work. And part of me just wants to be like, no, like cancel it. You don't need this, but I'm still going. Like I'm making it work and, you know, just trying to get really good sleep. The work boundaries are a little bit hazy there most of the day, but trying, really, really trying and very, very present with what I have to do and with my people are working on getting present. And yeah, I'm just, it's, it's a season and we'll see when we come out the other side. But for now, that's what's going on. You know, the kids, everything is great with the kiddos. They're in school. They're doing well. Just trying to keep in mind that they are our priority aside from, you know, making sure that ourselves are taken care of and healthy mentally and physically like our kids. The, so yesterday, to say all this, no, Saturday, Tim and I were in like this, like we get in this frenzy of like, okay, we're going to be okay. But then we're like, but what are we going to do? Like, let's brainstorm. Let's spend hours researching and like figuring out like the next thing. And then we kind of like this is going to sound harsh, but like ignore our kids. We're like, you know, they're doing their thing. Like we can take this time and we're all in our head and we're like, you know, just, it's like at the end of the day, we were like, dude, we're just doing the same thing again. It's not going to be, it's not productive. And we're getting caught up all in our like anxiety and like what's next and what, what can we control? And we literally like ignored our kids for four or five hours while we're trying to do this. And it's like, this is like, this is not the way. It's not the way forward. But obviously it's like we have to have these discussions. We have to make plans and there there are things that we have to set into motion. But like, I don't know. It's a realization of like, it, it, we weren't going to solve it on that Saturday morning when we're like intentionally had planned to like spend time with our kids. And so it's a lot of us learning that like the ins and outs of like working through this together and also being like the best parents that we can be to our kids in the moment. And Anyways, I'm just rambling, but we're okay. We're good. Busy. I kind of hate that word, but like things are stacked over here in the Gertner household. And I keep having to remind myself on the days where it's like I'm doing a photo shoot. We're doing, we're, it's like a long photo shoot and we're doing like two or three recipes and I'm like a little bit stressed. And I keep having to remind myself like, this is fun. This is fun work. Like, yeah, it's a lot. Like, we've got to cook and, you know, there's like cleanup and, you know, you want the tech side of things to work and you want the photos to look pretty. But at the end of the day, like I create really beautiful photos. I get to cook and eat delicious food. Right now, Tim is with me and we're doing this together. And that's like amazing. I'm not going to an office. I'm not like beholden to someone else telling me what to do outside of like, you know, client communication. But like, this is fun. It should be fun and, and I should let it be fun and I can play my music and like, it's great. And like, laugh and eat good food. Yeah. What month was the, that like retreat you went on that was in North Carolina? That was April. So yeah, come the fuck on, <laughs> excuse me. But like April, you're like, I'm taking this on a whim. I don't really know what I'm doing. Yeah. I have this dream. Yeah. And now come August, April, May, June, July, let, like four months later, yeah. you are booming with clients. Like I have chills from head to toe right now. That's amazing. It's amazing. It really is. You manifested this. When I stop and think about that path and like what has happened in that short period of time, I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, we, whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa. Like this is everything I wanted. It's maybe sooner than I anticipated, but it's, it's good. It's a good thing. It's all good things. And so. And it can be hard and really great, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So 
Yeah, that's that's I'm so proud. That's, yeah. I'm just so proud. Thanks, friend. <laughs> I just saw Rusty pull up in the front. Oh, good timing. Good timing. I feel like I don't have anything else. I've kind of poured out my heart here. So, well, thank you for that. I appreciate it. This felt like a per usual. And really, we always get off and we're like, yeah, that was good. <laughs> just felt very cathartic. <laughs> it is. I needed that. It's like, mm-hmm. it just, this is a process. Man, this is why we can never stop. Mm-mm, we can't. <laughs> for the so selfishly <laughs> get used to having us here for years to come. And thank you for helping us get to a million I crew. Know. Like, that's huge. You guys are amazing. Best community ever, honestly. Ever. Just, yeah. Just the best. All right. All right. Well, thanks, everyone. And thank you for sharing all the things and proud of you. Thanks, friend. I love you. Love you too. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to our podcast. See you next time. Bye.